Welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty, hosted by Jody Katz, founder and creative director of Base Beauty Creative Agency. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I'm here with Carrie, who's on our team as a part-timer. Hi, Carrie. Welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty. Hi, Jody. Thank you for having me. Where are we sitting right now? We are sitting in the C.O. Bigelow uh, store in Manhattan. Why are we here? We're here because we are testing um, this spot to do a live podcast with some awesome guests next week. This is really cool, right? Very cool. There's so much history here. I just learned that there's 200 years of beauty and pharmaceuticals here. So it definitely feels like a Manhattan staple. Okay, so let's let our listeners get to know you a little better. You've okay. been like totally reluctant to do a podcast recording. <laughs> um, where does your accent come from? Oh, we picked up on it. From t- Memphis, Tennessee, born and raised. Um, though I did try to get rid of my accent, so whatever's left, you can only imagine how much stronger it used to be. And were you a debutante? Kind of. I did go to an all-girls private school my entire life. Um, they all did cotillion and all those uh, proper southern things, but uh, I did skip out on that because I was always dancing. Okay, so tell us about dancing. I've been dancing since I was three. Um, always took it super duper duper seriously. Um, the story I like to tell is that in order to get me out of diapers, uh, my mom said I wanted to be in a show. I think it was Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, and she said, your diaper can't fit under your costume. And I said, okay. So I was some big girl panties the next day, and I said, Mom, can I be in the show? She's like, oh, crap. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've always been super serious about dancing, and my parents took me to New York when I was 12 for the first time, and I fell in love, and I was lucky enough to go to college and get a degree in dance and have a few professional jobs since, and now I'm living the artist life in New York City. So you um, work for us part-time, and then mm-hmm. the rest of the time you are auditioning, right? Yeah. A, a couple other uh, survival things as well, but yeah, auditioning, uh, teaching, choreographing, um, gigs here and there, assisting. Is it a hard life? It's a lot more challenging than I even anticipated coming into it. Um, it. What's crazy is everyone is like the biggest and the best and the most talented where they're from, but you come here and you're just like a little fish in a huge pond full of full of talent. So it's really been eye-opening um, as well as pushed me a lot. Do you think you've gotten to be a better dancer since being here? Better dancer, um, better businesswoman because you're your own boss and you're marketing yourself and you're pushing for yourself. No one's, I mean, not, yes, I have an agent, but you are advocating for yourself um, and definitely broken me out of my shell in ways that I didn't expect just to, you know, keep pressing forward. What does it take for you to be able to make a living just doing dance? Is there a possibility? Yes, if you book a fantastic contract like Broadway or Cirque du Soleil or a touring show or one of the the bigger um, shows that are more consistent. But as far as the gig life, quote unquote, um, it's a lot of, it's really just side hustle. Um, A lot of people can use their dance skills and talents for teaching and um, 
choreographing and stuff like that, but unfortunately in New York, in order to survive, it's a lot of the outside of the dance world jobs that some are great, like face beauty, and some are not my uh, cup of tea, like serving at a restaurant or uh, front desk at gyms or those kind of things. But you've had all those side jobs. I, in the two years I've been here, I have done a little bit of everything, including operating an elevator at a uh, rooftop bar. So <laughs> That's the, my favorite. You were the person in the elevator pressing the buttons? Definitely. I mean, I only did five shifts, but I talk about it like <laughs> I've, <laughs> I had a whole other career in this elevator job. <laughs> so I once had, um, I'm, I've also had a lot of gigs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were side gigs. They were just like, oh, I just lost my job. I just got oh. laid off for fires, so I need something to do. So I was really like the queen of... Um, those, what are those jobs called where you like just have a short term? Temp. Temp jobs, yeah. right? So I was like the star temp. And um, and that's only because I knew how to like, you know, literally type on the computer and answer the phone. All yeah. the phone systems really, like, <laughs> um, that was very stressful for me. Like all these buttons and all these lines ringing, yeah. <laughs> transferring, all that stuff is really hard for me. But like, you know, using a computer I knew how to do. So um, one of my temp jobs was at a manhole cover factory. And I talk about that, like, yeah, like I was welding, which I wasn't. I was just in the office. Okay. Like, moving papers from one file to another. That's one subject that you never even knew you were going to learn about. <laughs> no, and it was um, not that far from my home when I lived in New Jersey. And, um, yeah, they, like, make the manhole covers in this factory, and I got to work in the factory. That's pretty cool. I also worked a temp job at a candy company. Okay. Like a kind of, like, a really big international candy company where they, like, manufacture gum and stuff. I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I had nothing to do with anything. I was just literally moving papers from one pile to another. Mm-hmm. That's something I was also very good at. Um, <laughs> Paper moving. Yeah. And another temp job was um, at a company that owns prop- mall properties, like, mm-hmm. all across the country. And my job was to file away press clippings about the mall. And so it was like the mall in like, you know, 50 different states. They own so many different malls. Yeah. Malls. You can hear my New Jersey malls. Um, and I was like filing all day, but it was like a speed filer. <laughs> so it was like too good for the job because like the job should have lasted two weeks, it lasted three days. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the problem. Like dance teaches you an incredible amount of discipline and like professionalism and all these skills that these like side nothing jobs you're like you're a little overqualified and like you're working with people who you know just kind of half-ass things and that's not in dancer's nature so sometimes I've had to be like Carrie it's not that big of a deal take a step back care a little less it's okay but um I will say grinding so 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 hard for my performance career it has been nice and fun to like take a breather and do other things that are not even arts related and uh use those skill sets because honestly before moving to New York I had never ever 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 had any sort of job not dance related so that was extremely eye-opening so New York getting here. your dance bubble my job bubble your job your job dance bubble yes you were in a dance bubble yes in yes 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 so um, why were you reluctant to do the podcast just because I didn't feel I had, con- not connected, but like been immersed enough with base beauty to, um, I didn't feel like I was integrated enough into the team to tell my views as a team member, right. but I'm definitely feeling connected and 
involved a lot more. Well, I think with Base Beauty, like many small companies, like once you step that foot in, like that's it. Like you're just part of the team mm -hmm. and like a lot is expected of you. Mm -hmm. So um, you're part of um, making our podcast happen. Yeah. And one of your jobs is um, you're in touch with the transcripts yes. of each episode. So we started transcribing the episodes because they're really good for SEO. Mm -hmm. So for anybody who doesn't want to listen and they just want to read, you can find the transcripts on our website. Um, tell us what that process is like. Well, another thing I'm so fascinated by, um, I was showing off my skills because, you know, I'm helping with uh, trademarking based beauty and a friend had questions. I was like, let me tell you, I know all these new things. Um, but there's a great website, shout out to rev.com maybe. Um, and probably friends of mine are the side job people <laughs> typing the words per minute. Um, if I had that kind of, uh, typing skills, and maybe that could also be my side job, but no. Um, just send it off, and they get back to you super-duper fast. Um, what's funny is not, not neither of us realized that um, the way the website is set up, you have to input every time the speaker changes, it's a different line. And so I thought it was going to be a cute copy, the whole transcript paste. Oh, no, you're putting in each line individually, but it's almost like a therapy, like people like to garden or do, wash dishes. It's uh, put, putting the transcripts online um, and it gives me a chance to kind of read through all of your speakers and I've learned so 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 much because I'm definitely in the trenches phase of my performance career where I'm just like oh when's the light going to come out of the tunnel and every single person who's been on your podcast has gone through that and has now come out and uh, achieved some of their goals and dreams and found success. So I'm almost reading them like a form of therapy, being like, what was their journey like as I'm transcribing or uh, uploading them on the website? Once you told me that for you to upload the transcripts quickly, you have to actually go speaker by speaker, mm -hmm. I realized that every time I say, mm, or Oh, or wow, it means it's more of your time. Oh, don't worry, I'm in my head right now trying to complete thoughts and <laughs> go back and forth and, you know, no. Well, um, Carrie, thank you for being a guest on our show. Thanks, this is less stressful than I thought it would be. For our listeners, I hope you enjoyed this interview. Please subscribe to our series on iTunes. And for updates about the show, follow us on Instagram at Where Brains Meet Beauty podcast. Thanks for listening to Where Brains Meet Beauty with Jody Katz. Tune in again for more authentic conversations with beauty leaders.